0: Chapter Two of Gypsy the Talking Dog A Story for Young Folks. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Gypsy the Talking Dog A Story for Young Folks by Tudor Jenks. Chapter Two The Dog Meets a Friend. Of course the old gypsy had kept watch out of the corner of his eye to see when the young man got away and now he began to change his tune and to talk more reasonably gentlemen said he I fear I may be wrong that drum looked like mine and yet it may be not quite so old still I will pay if I am wrong and a minute will decide ah now the drum is open he stooped and raised it looking carefully on the inside as if searching for the name pierre dubois then he put it down with a sigh Ah, alas he exclaimed what have i done i have made a mistake i have still lost my beloved drum and i owe this honest man five francs for the trouble i have given him and the shame i have brought on him here is the money The gypsy drew a coin from his pocket and offered it to the showman who was busy putting the head again on the drum But suddenly the showman now that he was cleared of suspicion remembered his dog Where is my dog he cried rising to his feet and looking about him No one answered in fact at first no one remembered the dog then the old gypsy spoke did you have a dog yes said the showman i had a little dog where is he did you see him i saw a dog with you answered the gypsy or rather near you but a small boy picked him up and ran away i thought the boy owned him what kind of a boy was it the showman demanded excitedly oh a little fellow about so high The gypsy held his hand about three feet from the ground He wore a black blouse and had blue eyes He went up the street and I think turned the corner but of that I am not sure for I was thinking of the drum which reminds me here are the five francs I Do not care about the money said the poor showman, but I must find my dog or else I am ruined the gypsy threw the coin upon the drum take it he said it is little enough for the trouble i have caused you especially now if your dog is gone i am sorry but i cannot stay longer here i will give you my address in case i can be of use drawing a pencil and scrap of paper from his pocket the old man wrote out the name pierre dubois and added a false address then he walked slowly away the showman looked after him uneasily but what could he do there seemed to be no reason to suspect anything wrong the policeman too turned away the crowd went about its business and the showman at last shouldered his drum and went gloomily along the street wondering whether he would ever see the little dog again for fear he might be followed the old gypsy went that night to a distant quarter of the city and it was not until late the next day that he dared go to the young gypsy's lodgings he rapped twice, paused, rapped twice, paused, and then rapped once. "'Come in!' cried the young gypsy, and the two thieves were together. "'Have we got him safe?' was the old man's first question. "'Yes, but he's as ugly as a cross bear," answered the young man. "'Thrash him!' said the old fellow. "'I've done better,' answered the other. "'I have starved him.' He'll soon be better tempered Keep him dark until we sail the old man went on It's only a few days now and that fool of a showman will be sure to go to the police about the pup Trust me said the young gypsy I'll keep him in the basket till we're on the ocean and then once safely in America who is to know where we picked him up It was lucky for the evil-doers that they were so cautious for the police of Paris are clever and for several days they searched high and low for the poor showman's dog If he had been taken out of the basket or had been allowed to make a single bit of noise the thieves would have been discovered But it was not to be The little dog remained in the basket until the gypsies with others of their band had embarked on a steamship from Havre, France to New York And he was miles from land when first released Once he knew he was out of reach of aid the little dog was sensible enough to make friends of his gypsy captors He even went through his tricks when they wished him to and thus secured kinder treatment He had been stubborn at first through grief at the loss of his master But finding that he was starved or whipped for ill nature. He concluded to make the best of his lot On board ship the gypsies let him roam about freely since they had no fear of his escaping them when the dog wished to be by himself he would often make his way to a traveling box stall that stood on the lower deck in this stall was a beautiful black pony named Golopoff with a long white mane and tail Golopoff was kind to the homesick little dog and the two often talked together the little dog learned that Gollopoff was a Russian who had long before gone to America and was now returning from a trip to Europe with his master and his master's wife. After the dog had told his story, Gollopoff advised him to be cheerful, to gain the goodwill of the gypsies and to seize the first chance that offered him a fair opportunity of escaping. "'Gypsies are wandering folk,' said Galopoff, and their nomadic life. their what?' asked the dog nomadic said Galopoff. it's a kind of a fancy word I like fancy words and I use them now and then but what does it mean nomadic means wondering Gollopoff answered then I suppose I'm nomadic now said the dog because I'm wondering you know you're wondering from the subject Gollopoff said a little stiffly I'll try to use more dog-like words, but my French is a little rusty, and I never could enjoy your growly dog language. As I was saying, you must be good till you run away. When you can run, you must run and run fast. Run to where I am. Be a good dog till you can run. You needn't talk like a primer, said the dog a little crossly. Oh, very well, said Galopoff you will perchance discover my residence it is situated in the suburban district of the metropolis that i don't understand at all said the dog i was only joking Galopoff said now listen when you come anywhere near b that is where i live you run away there's a family living near us that has a girl named helen and a boy named christopher they'll be good to you "'and if once you can get into their house, you are all right. "'I'll let my master know about you.' "'Goodness! How can you?' exclaimed the little dog. "'Do you talk to human animals?' "'To be sure, whenever I choose,' Gollopoff answered coolly. "'But it is against the laws,' said the dog. "'I make my own laws,' said Gollopoff. "'I use my judgment.' you find christopher and helen and as for the rest you may rely on my help end of chapter two